Welcome to the Power of Positivity podcast. We talk about mental health, positivity, and well, my life leading up to this point. With guests, a variety of topics will be covered, helping us all understand how to be better and hopefully motivate us in doing so. I want to share my stories with all of you and how you can always change your perspective with an open mind. Let's make this a great day and get started with the show. Welcome in everyone to another episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. My name is Andy and I appreciate you taking the time to come and listen to this once again. Just before we start, I want to say thank you, a massive thank you actually, to every single one of you who tune in to listen to this. Obviously with things like podcasts and whatnot, a lot of them tend to die down a little bit at the start. You know, they get lower and lower and less people usually listen to them after the first episode or so. But you lot have continued to want to support this and push me forward with wanting to create this more and get more guests on the podcast, get more people to hopefully learn a little bit more about me and develop themselves as a better person overall. That's what this podcast strives to do. You know, it's about self-development, finding out stories from other people and how they became their best self and then learn from all of our stories. We take that and push forward within ourselves. I got an email the other day saying we'd reached 2,500 downloads on the podcast and our number of listens every week has been going up steadily from each email that I've been getting. We're over around 200 weekly listeners for the podcast and that's nuts to me. I mean, we've just started this out. We're on episode, what, 15, 16 now maybe? And we've got over 200 weekly listens. That's crazy to me and, and thank you so much for that you know I'm I'm trying hard with a few different areas now and where I really want to push and the podcast is looking like one of those areas where I'm just loving to be a part of you know I'm learning a lot about myself I'm becoming better at talking without any cuts I mean so far as you're listening we're about what two minutes in and I've not had a cut whatsoever this has all just been from me and it's making me a lot more comfortable to talk in a variety of areas and make me a lot more confident in that sort of sense. So thank you for even wanting to be a part of this, even if you're just sitting at home and listening in quarantine. Or if we're past that now and you're listening to this a year and a half down the line and you're you're listening to the podcast in one of the first sort of 15 episodes or 16 episodes and seeing how much has changed since then. Quickly before we get going with this episode and what we're going to be talking about, I do stream over on Twitch three days a week at twitch.tv slash Andrew Ellis and I'm really active on Twitter as well at twitter.com slash Andrew Ellis and with two underscores at the very end. You'll be able to find me and if you have any questions or anything you want to know or get to know me a little bit better, I'm always quite active on there and I'd love to get to know you. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to finally stop caring about what other people think of you. I think it's a very important topic to understand and I think it's a, I know it's a very important topic to cover because so many of us, especially nowadays in this internet-induced world where we're all surrounded by social media, we want to please a lot of people. I've met a lot of people who are people pleasers and me being one of them, I was someone who cared heavily on what other people thought of me and made decisions based on how I would feel others would react in the best way possible. Throughout school, I was like this as well. You know, it wasn't until maybe six months ago that I realised that that was not the best route to take. And I understand, yes, you can't grow exponentially from going 
uh, an exact people pleaser to not a people pleaser at all because I still have that sense of me within those six months, you know, I still want to please people, I still want to please others with my content, with what I do, with my YouTube videos, I want to know that I'm putting in work and that work's being recognised, there's nothing wrong with that and I think we all deserve gratitude at some points and we all deserve praise for the work ethic and the work that we put in. There's nothing wrong with wanting that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to please people. But it's when it becomes harmful to you and the decisions that you're trying to make based on your quality and the way you want to make your life due to other people and how they will react, that's when it becomes a dangerous game. We all want to fit in. I get it. No one wants to be excluded from anything they do. You don't want to be an outcast because being an outcast is then not fitting in with the crowd. And it's completely, completely understandable. We were raised in a school environment, most of us anyway, where we were surrounded by so many different children and teenagers who had no idea who they were meant to be, but knew that numbers and being in groups brought them power, which is exactly what happened. We're accustomed to that. In the workplace, in school, in college, there's often different groups for different areas. One can be the athletics one, one can be the book readers, one can be the geniuses. You know, there's a lot of different things and a lot of different scenarios. We've talked about this on stream quite a few times about how everyone's is going to be different, but more or less you're going to have the same sorts of areas to work with. This was exactly me. And over my time throughout school and university, I always wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be excluded. Now, don't get me wrong, I was athletic and I was smart to an extent. I worked hard for what I believed in, but I knew I always altered my personality to fit in with the crowd and never upset anyone or as best as I could not to upset anyone. It was interesting. A study actually conducted in 2015, and I've covered this on my YouTube. It was by Nathan Hudson and Chris Fraley and it indicated that some people may even be able to intentionally change their own personality through sustained personal effort and careful goal setting, which was such an interesting analysis on how much it reflected on me. I full-heartedly believe I changed my personality to fit in. I, I do. I changed the way I said things, how I thought, around certain people in order to fit in. And it worked. It did. It's not to say I was fake. I don't like that and I don't I don't like the way that could be perceived as to me being completely different to the person I wanted to put myself out there as. Because at the end of the day, I was still me. But I just wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be an outcast. I didn't want to be bullied. I was scared to be belittled for what I believed in. I was scared to show off my true personality because, I mean, I would be judged for that. And nobody wants to be judged for what they truly believe in. Changing your personality around certain people is pretty common. Even today and even now, I see it a lot. Within content creation, within the outside life, you have one person who reacts a certain way when you're just talking to them face to face, and then they react a completely different way when they get in a group setting with certain individuals. It's not something new, and you've all probably noticed it happen many times when you have been in a group setting or someone has just completely altered their personality and you thought to yourself, hey, that's... That's not the person I just talked to. <laughs> this is a completely different person. And as bad as it seems, it's really common. It's not to say that if you're sitting here and you're listening to this, I don't do this at all. At one point or another, you probably have. I mean, take the example of being around your grandparents and being around your friends. You alter your personality around your grandparents because if you were to say everything you were saying to your mates, it just wouldn't go down the same way. If anyone is listening to this in the future, we are still in the pandemic 
of the coronavirus of 2020. So if you're listening to this in 2021 and, and I'm talking about this, you'll understand what's going on. You know, I've been focusing a lot more on self-reflection and, and finding that true why, you know, to stop caring about what other people thought of me, stop caring about why I was worrying so much about what other people would think when I stepped outside that comfort zone. And it was difficult, really, really difficult. Due to us being in such a harsh time and being stuck in quarantine, not being able to do the things we usually do, my mind became foggy. Uh, I didn't know where to push, why to push for it. I was getting up later, I was going to bed late, I was playing games for long periods of time when I'd never done that before. I'd never spent four or five hours playing a game a day for I don't even know how long because I focused so much on my work. When this quarantine came around and I wasn't able to take myself away from the computer because I could go to football, I could go to see my gran, I could go to the shops, I could go to the gym, I could go for food with my mates, all of that stopped. But what I had to tell myself was that the time that I usually spend going to football or going to get food or going out with my mates is the time I can spend relaxing a little bit more and playing some games because it all matches up in the end. I went off a little bit on the path of, of talking about quarantine and <laughs> I was playing more games so we will get back on to what we were talking about before. One of the things that helped me a lot was asking myself a series of questions to find my true why for being here, for what I was doing, what message I was trying to spread. I mean I started a podcast called The Power of Positivity. Why did I do it? Why do I try to spread positivity? Why do I help to look and prove people's knowledge on mental health, on educating people and becoming a better self? Why do I do it? When I first answered that question or asked that question to myself, I couldn't find the answer. There wasn't one. I didn't know why. And that pissed me off <laughs> massively. I'm quite a methodical person. I look at things and the way I do them and then try to look at them from different perspectives to see how I can go about it better. But when I asked myself a hard question, one that you would get at the end of your maths paper and higher maths and you would have no idea what to do but it was an eight marker and you knew it could take you over like to the, the level of passing if you were able to answer it. So you just lowball it and hope you get something right. Yeah, that was my answer for the first one. I got zero. I, I didn't do well on that question ever and it still pisses me off to this day <laughs> but I think you can see where I'm coming from I think you can understand that finding that true why and getting that actual answer that you're wanting to find is a lot harder than you think I sat on my floor right behind where I'm sitting right now under my whiteboard if any of you know where that is I was sitting against the wall for about half an hour trying to answer that question the issue was that I was thinking too much of face value. I wasn't looking at it the way I usually did because when it was a hard question, my brain just went to mush. I didn't know how to answer it. I didn't know what way to go about it. When in reality, the answer was probably right in front of your eyes that whole time. For anyone curious, the answer was to stop being afraid to be me. And that all relates back to how I finally stopped caring about what other people thought about me. It's so interesting to see that we all just want to belong. We all just want to be a part of something, fit in, yet stand out from the crowd as well. There's so much and there's so much in-depth we can go for that question as to why. But everyone's is going to be different. 
you're not going to have the same why as someone else. And you're not going to stop caring about what others think until you find that true why. Unlocking that personality, unlocking your true self takes time. It takes a lot of dedication, it takes a lot of work, and it takes a lot of honest self-reflection. And if you're not willing to do that, then you're not going to find it. For a lot of people, and I'm the exact same, you watch these self-development books, podcasts, YouTube videos, uh, I know you don't watch a book, but you get my point, and it was wanting to implement it so quickly. And then you couldn't really implement it because it just didn't work for your situation. And it's happened to me quite a lot. You know, I've, I've been told how to do this a certain way. I try to implement it, but it just doesn't work because I don't have the same connections that they have. Or I don't have the same lifestyle or I don't live in the same location as they do. I mean, I have probably one of the worst business locations you could think of being Scotland for anything that I do as of right now. It's not to say there's other places that are worse, because there probably is, but Scotland is really not the connection empire for content creation, or for really anything, for that matter. But what it allows me to do is problem-solve new ways to be better in myself. Problem-solve new ways to find that why and pursue that true passion. I've covered a variety of topics within this short space of time about how to finally stop caring about what other people think. And it's weird because there's so many different avenues that need to look for before you can finally accept that. It isn't just one day you're going to wake up and boom, you no longer care what anyone thinks of you. I mean, it could happen. Fair play if that's you. But for me, it took me a long, long time. And it was one of those ones where you would fail, you would try again, you would fail and you would try a little bit harder and then you would fail again and it would put you so far down but then after it you got to grips with yourself and you'd try again and you'd fail again and it happens over and over and over again the harsh reality of it is most people will quit after the first or second time when they fail of doing that they fall into the same traps again they wonder what's really worth the effort of doing that when i can just people please i can do my best self i don't want to be not liked by people i'm just going to keep doing what other people like and I don't really need to be me. I was that same person. And there's going to be some of you who are listening to this right now and you're thinking, oh God, that's me. That is me. I, yep, I just, yep, mm-hmm. I was the same. Trust me, I really was. And I know what you're going through and I know what you're trying to do and I know who you're trying to be. You can see that person's there. You know that person's there. You know that personality is ready to shine. It's just about being judged for it in a school setting i believe it's a lot harder to change because you've built up this persona within school people expect you to be well who you are and who you've made others believe to be what they've saw see well that was a tongue twister and a half wasn't it but i took too long to realize this and my aim was to slowly move into being me over time But after school, that was when I fully implemented it. You see the same people every single day when you go to school. And it's so hard to start moving away from those people. Because people talk, people bully, people belittle for anything that you do. Every single thing is scrutinised. Just everyone is trying to find themselves. and No one can just yet. That was why I chose to remain a people pleaser throughout most, if not all, of school. 
I knew that once I'd left, I'd have that plan set up to start moving away from negative people and to start fully expressing who I am. I did just that. I stuck to my word. Maybe not for the first six months, but after I'd realised fully who I deserved to be and why I deserved to just be myself. Again, we've talked about this before, but you have one shot, for all we know anyway at the moment. You have one shot at this, one life, one opportunity to be your best self. So why is someone else's opinion of you that you really don't even care about changing your decisions when it comes to what you want to do and why you want to do it, or who you want to be? As long as you're not going out and you're murdering eight people a day, be your best self. Find that thing that makes you happy and pursue that. The people who question it and the people who bully, belittle and try to bring you down to those areas are the people who cannot seem to find themselves. So they look for ways to bring others down who have. And when you find these people, if you were ever to confront them on that front, they would deny it to the moon and back. People don't want to admit the truth. People don't want to face reality. And if you're not willing to face reality, you're never going to be who you were meant to be. You're never going to follow that passion of maybe doing ballet. You're never going to follow that passion of becoming a roller coaster designer. Who knows what life's got to hold for you? But how will you ever know what you're meant to do if you don't give it a shot? And when you're looking back on your life when you're on your deathbed, or you know you've only got a few years left to live, and you think, you know, I really wish I'd have tried that. Or I'm really, really sorry I didn't just approach that person I was interested in and said, hey, you want to go grab some food? Or would you rather be the person who said, you know what, I gave it my best shot. I tried everything I wanted to do. I've had a happy life. I've took myself outside that comfort zone. I've been my best self. I have friends that truly support me for me and not just trying to leech off of what I do. I've done well. I know for me I want the latter. It's not to say I haven't regretted a lot in life, because I know I have. There's a lot of things I've done that I've regretted, and there's a lot of things I haven't done that I've regretted. And there still is to this day. I'm learning, and I'm trying my best to learn. It takes time, it takes work, it takes dedication, it takes energy, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to learn, and it takes a lot for a person to own up to what they've done and the mistakes that they've made. But just know you can do that. You can become your best self. You can stop fighting the people who just never believe in you. You can stop caring about what other people think. It's a mind game. It's a mind challenge. And your brain is the most stupid thing in the world in these situations because we tell ourselves and we manipulate our own mind into doing things we don't want to do. I want you to listen to this podcast and go away and live the life you want to live. Not anyone else. Not what anyone else thinks, says, does, or tells you to do. Do what you want to do, for once. Stop trying to fit in with the crowd. Yes, at the start, it may be hurtful. At that initial time when something goes wrong, it is. It always is. It's like getting punched in the stomach and it's staying there for a little while. That pain doesn't seem to go away, but it does. Time heals all. Trust me on that one. And please trust me on that one. Time does heal all. It may take a lot of time. It's not to say you'll ever forget. But time will help you become your best self. Time will help you learn the lessons you always wanted to learn. And never give up on finding that person. Embrace the glorious mess you are.
Elizabeth Gilbert. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Power of Positivity podcast and have a fantastic day.